Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people, and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This guy should be feeling pretty good. Cooper Mays, Tennessee center, offensive lineman, and a great guy to talk to week in and week out. Uh, Cooper, uh, what did you do yesterday? Kind of a, a big win there against LSU. Yeah, man. I Shoot. Biggest thing I probably did was recover the fumble. That's about it. But <laughs> other than that, I just did my job. You know? <laughs> we'll talk about that and more. Like, subscribe, and share. We greatly appreciate that. We'll get into the LSU win, which is just incredibly impressive. And also, we will talk Alabama. That happens to be kind of a little bit of a rivalry. Uh, Cooper Mays, his appearance on the Vol Report brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. It's about integrity. Cityheatandair.com. They've been there for over 50 years in North Knoxville, serving the entire Knoxville area. So City Heating and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com. So, Coop, wow. Um, I did not see the game shaking out like that. I did think that you guys would would easily cover, not that gambling matters, but the two and a half points uh, to three, uh, somewhere in there. I thought I had you guys winning by about eight to ten points, somewhere in there. I thought it would be fairly comfortable. I did not think you were going to win 40 to 13. Yeah, um, I don't think I – I mean, you never know with, with our offense how it's going to be. Sometimes, you know, our coach tells us uh, – Coach Ellerby, he tells us all the time, he's like, you know, it doesn't have to be close. And that's like – that's kind of one of those things you're like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> like, he's like, he's like, sometimes you just go out there and you can boat race them. I was like, yeah. And, like, sometimes it doesn't go that way, but, you know, sometimes, like this week it did. So, Hypel just cares about us being plus one at the end, but we were a lot more, so. You were. And it was funny because this was supposed to be like some big upset special. You and I talked about it in the summer. And I remember you said, I don't know. I mean, how good were they last year? And you you said, I'm not sure how big of an upset that would be. And in turn, it wasn't an upset. 
you guys were the favorite, and in turn, you you won easily. So that confidence has been there for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, definitely, definitely uh, remember those conversations. And and the first time I heard you telling me that, because I don't really pay attention, but I remember you telling me that it was the it was picked as like the upset of the year, and I was just thinking. I mean, yeah, it would be a good win. Like it's it's a it's a really good win, especially down in LSU. But like, I don't think it would be like the upset of the year. I, I, that I thought that was a little bit overstated for me. Now, the win that we had it in the fashion that we had it is is really impressive. You know, on the road, getting a, you know, dropping that many points and holding them to that many points on offense. You know, that's that was unreal, especially down in their environment on a, on a road game. So that that's pretty crazy, yeah. But I didn't I didn't think it was would be seen as an upset back in the day, even when we were before we were five and or four and Yeah, in the summer you said that. I I still remember your face. You were kind of because I I didn't say it was the upset of the year, but I think somebody out there picked that. And I remember seeing your face. And you kind of perked up, and I was like, <laughs> I think I may have slightly offended Goop. Yeah, no, no, no offend, no offending. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty relaxed. You know, what I'm saying I don't get offended easily, but, but I was just, I was caught, I was taking it back for a second. I was caught off guard. I was like, hmm. that just sounded really weird to me because I, I don't think I don't. If people, people that know me, know I don't really pay attention to football that much outside of like what Tennessee's got going on. Like I don't watch NFL football other than like I watch tape to get better, but I don't like sit down on a Sunday on the couch and be like, oh yeah, I gotta watch these games. So. I don't really do that on Saturdays either because I'm more focused on our game. So, I, I mean, I, I remember LSU not being that great last year, like definitely not the normal LSU. Um, so I was like, I, I don't know. I feel like we I, I feel like we could be, beat them pretty handily. You know what I'm saying? Probably be the favorite. So I was right. So who yep. cares? It's all good. You, no, it's awesome. You were. So, um, and, and then you've been a part of, what two rebuilds under Josh Heupel and a guy that we'll just talk about some other time. So I'm curious, Brian Kelly's there. And I think Brian Kelly is a really good coach, but there, there's oftentimes a culture change that has to happen. So when you go out there in a big game and you fumble the opening kickoff and maybe your psyche's a little bit fragile already, how do you think that affects the team? Oh man. I mean, that really, that really does suck. You know what I'm saying? Like, Going out there and, and, you know, you win the toss and then you elect to receive and you cough up the, the, the kick. I mean, that, that as a, as a player that's on the sidelines, like ready to run out there and that happens, you're just like, it's like, it takes a lot of the, the wind out of your sails, honestly. Like, and then you punt the ball and D takes it back 50 yards or whatever. And we're back on the 20 that, I mean, that'll really, first of all, it messes with the offense because they feel bad. And then the defense is like, Dang guys, like <laughs> y'all just gave us two 20 yard fields to work with against Tennessee. You know, they score they score from 90. So like I mean it's it's definitely not gonna be good if you put us on the 25 or 30 or whatever we were on. It's 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 not good for the mental at all. Could could you feel that they were deflated at that point? Um I mean, no, they, they weren't deflated, but I mean Anybody that's played football before knows that, you know, when you fumble the opening kickoff and they have a 60-yard punt return right after scoring and they go in and score three more and it's 10-0 with just like that. I mean, it's just – it's not – it's just not – it's not where you want to be as a football team and it's definitely putting you behind the eight ball. 
When did you know that Gerald Mincy might not play? Because that was something, you know, injuries are kept from the media, which is totally cool with me. Um, injuries are kept from the media, and we talked a lot about Cedric Tillman and all those other guys, but we didn't really think that Mincy was going to be out, at least on the outside. When when did when did you know that there was going to be a change there, and how quickly were you able to adapt with an off week? Um, yeah, I didn't know until basically we got down to the trip, I guess. I don't really they, – they, we, we don't talk about injuries really, and they try to keep it away from everybody. Like, we don't, we don't talk about that. So, I mean, they try to keep everything quiet. Nothing, we don't – it just happens, you know, when somebody goes down, you got to have next man up mentality. So, I mean, it worked out pretty well. We, we – I think we only gave up one sack the whole night. We had like 500 yards of offense. So, I mean, it worked pretty well. I was happy with what happened. Yeah, you should be really happy. I mean, you you play two really good defensive ends uh, led by BJ Oligari, and wow, I mean they they I think combined for twelve tackles or less. I want to say eleven, and the, the no sacks uh, off the edge. And the left side in particular, there was one blitzer that came free on the right side, but the left side in particular was sealed. So you you got to be happy with Jeremiah and, and, and Jeremiah Crawford and what what you guys were able to do on that left side. Yeah, I think so. Especially especially going out there against uh, you know, a tough I mean, these these BJ Ojulari is not a like a slouch. Like that he is a he is a very good defensive end in this league. And number eleven, I don't know if y'all saw him on the field, but but he was huge. He was he was a good six seven, probably two fifty. So I mean, neither of those guys were were like not those were guys that were good good football players so to go out there you know not having a lot of experience this year and everything and he just goes out there and you know kind of handled it the way he did not giving up a sack that's that's big time ball gotta feel good when you recover a fumble because those games (laughs) those games can absolutely change in a heartbeat you know that so you see that ball what goes through your mind uh, and and when you recover it how satisfied are you yeah i was climbing on a draw it was a quarterback draw and i climbed up to the backer and usually when you fit it like the leverage like the leverage i'll fit up inside it and the belt the ball will hit off my back but i could tell by the way the defender played like something happened behind me so when he when he like shot across my face i turned around and i saw him and get hit and then I just saw the ball flying. I was like, oh, God. So, like, naturally, you know, my D lineman in me, I just dove on it pretty quick. It was pretty cat-like. I don't know if it looked that – it felt fast. I don't know if it looked that fast, but yeah. – Yeah, it looked like you uh, sprung. I mean, it was that that quick twitch, which you don't <laughs> – I don't think you get enough credit for. I'm curious. Uh, you're, you're, what, right at 300 pounds with 6'5", about right? <laughs> No, I'm I'm only about six two and a half. I know. I was giving you a few. Uh, maybe can, maybe after chiropractor. <laughs> I think we lost your light a little bit, but can we? Uh, uh, I'm curious with that fast twitch. What are are you like a windmill dunker or what's your favorite type of dunk? No, I I mean honestly, I can't dunk very well, but I'm not a good. I'm not great jumping, but anything like anything, you know, back and forth, quick, like quick, you know, agile. I'm good. On the ground though, I can't do it in the air. I'm, I'm. It's all bets are off. But, but anything running around, I'm pretty good at. I'll, pre- I'll be pretty good at baseball. I need. I should have played baseball. That's really what I should have played. What position would you have played? 
Oh, I played third base and bat at fourth, obviously. But yeah. obviously, I love it. Yeah, uh, I was thinking, man. <laughs> he, is, he is Cooper Mays. You can follow him at Cooper Mays on the Twitter. And you had an interesting tweet after the game. It was uh, operator. Can you tell us about that that tweet? Oh yeah, I was just tweeting the lyrics of that. Call him Baton Rouge by Garth Brooks. Oh, that's <laughs> really. I, like, I didn't know who it was. So I did. That's a Garth Brooks song. I'm pretty sure it's Garth Brooks. I think we might have to. We might have to. Here, hold on. Let me. If I just mess that up, that's pretty bad. Let me look at. It's got to be right. I I, th- I it may be. I was thinking uh, operator from some uh, '60s song. It was no. like a rhythm blues Brooks. song. You never heard Colin Baton Rouge? I haven't, but I will listen d- today. How Man, about you're missing out? Gotcha. Wow. Oh. Man, well, well, look at, after this, after this, after this show, look up Colin Baton Rouge by uh, by. That's probably my. They played in the stadium. So that's that's mainly why I tweeted it. But they play it throughout the stadium because basically says I spent last night in the arms of Louisiana. But like when when the song says Louisiana, the whole crowd says like screams Louisiana. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. Honestly, it's a really cool tradition. I really but like calling Baton Rouge is like we've been playing it all week at practice. So I, I <laughs> like it's like one of my favorite songs. Honestly. You're so I sit there. They. Yeah, they, yeah, they'll play they'll play like loud music and stuff so we can get ready for home or away games or whatever. And uh they were playing that song, sorry. <laughs> and they were playing that song. And I don't know, it doesn't make me mad when they play that song. I am sitting there singing it the whole way through. So Yeah. Well, I had a crush on a girl that liked Garth Brooks before I met my wife and it's back in high me. school. That's a big Yeah. Rest. Well, yeah, so Garth Brooks to me, you know, I still, uh, it kind of hurts, you know, but anyway. Yeah, yeah. Some things, some things you never let go of, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Even though things worked out um, for both of us, and that was fine. But, uh, Cooper, in terms of um, what kind of confidence you guys gained from that, I mean, you not only won on the road, but you won big. I mean, that has to be the Florida thing was a hang on thing. The pit thing was a hang on thing, but that was a very complete game. So how would you describe the confidence after LSU as opposed to before? Does it change much? Um, I think, I think, I don't know if it's, I think that we've gotten to a point where we as a team kind of where Hypo coach Hypo was telling us, he was like, you know, good, uh, good team or average teams hope to win or something. I, I don't exactly remember how it went, but like good teams hope they win, and like great teams expect to win. I think we kind of just gotten to a point as a as we kind of just go out there and we expect to win. So I mean, I don't know if it changes your confidence, but I think we've we've gotten to that point as a football team where we, you know, we're going to expect to win every game. The Vol Report with Cooper May is brought to you by City Heating and Air Conditioning. Cityheatandair.com. City Heating and Air Conditioning is phenomenal, and they're about integrity in business for over 50 years. Why are they the ones to call? Because the other ones are going to tell you they'll do some $29.99 service call, and then they're going to try to sell you a whole HVAC unit that you probably don't need. City Heating and Air Conditioning. Like, subscribe, and share. What are you smiling at, Coop? <laughs> I just the <laughs> I love it when you do the little uh, the little ads or whatever. I love it. Oh, also the the intro was looking good, man. 
the the, the, the Reggie White. You need to put Kevin up there. I do need. I do need to put. I do need to put your dad up there. That would be pretty awesome for yours. Um, obviously, I mean, your dad played. You were a Tennessee fan growing up. You were born and raised in Knoxville. You know what Alabama means. What does Alabama mean? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it means a ton when you got the the right piece. I think we've I think we've gotten back to a point where, you know, it's it's where the game's supposed to be. Honestly, I mean, there's probably been a few years in in history where the game that it needed to be, but um, I think we're back at that level where it's a game that that everybody needs to be watching. So, I think it's a huge deal. How much do you know about Alabama? I know we're early in the week, so maybe you haven't seen them extensively in the film breakdown, but how much do you know about them right now? No, we haven't watched them on film or anything, but, I mean, there's not much that, that changes from year to year. I mean, unless, unless you're like Georgia. Georgia just has drafted on defense, so that's different. But um, Alabama's got a lot of probably the same guys. So, um they're just they're just they're just they've got great athletes. They recruit at a high level. Um they got Will Anderson, Henry used to play here. He's a good leader for their defense. Will Anderson's, you know, Willie that is. Um they just got a lot of good guys, man. They they're gonna be hard to beat, like always. So that's basically the the gist. So you're obviously just an even kill dude. I've gotten to know uh, know you well enough to know that I, I think that you guys could go out and play whoever and it could be whatever flyover they could expand the stadium to 250,000 people and Cooper's going to show up and he's going to play his game and it really doesn't matter I, I, I believe that getting to know you not everybody's like that so you got another big hype game what do you tell somebody that that, that maybe is wide-eyed on the ball walk or or starts to hear the hype headed into this game? Because we thought Florida was big, but this is going to be even bigger. Yeah, I mean, you just tell them at the end of the day, it's a, it's a kid's game. I mean, it, you're playing it for a king's ransom, I guess. But at the end of the day, it's it's a kid's game. I mean, we're, we're playing football. At the end of the day, you need to have fun and, and just go out there and do what you've been doing your whole life. So, I mean, there's really – there's nothing about. It. I mean, I guess there is. You're in front of a hundred thousand people. If you get if you get beat, everybody's looking at you. But other than that, I mean, it's it's a kid's game. So go out there. I'll ask Jacob the same thing, and uh, or I'll ask you the same thing. I ask Jacob, excuse me, and that is, does this team believe they can beat Alabama? Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I haven't sat there and asked everybody, but I know I do. I don't care who we play. I, I we would play the Patriots, and I, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm gonna believe I can win every time. That's just kind of the way I am, though. So, does the rest? Do you feel like, given what you've done this season, that the rest of the team believes that as well? Some of the younger guys, and and some of the guys that have maybe been through some of the hard times. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it shows up with the guys you recruit. I mean, I think we recruit the right way. And- if you if you recruit the right to win every time, I mean, there's there's no there's no place in this game for you to not believe that you can win or not believe that you're gonna do great. I mean, confidence is everything. If you're not going out there expecting to win, then I don't want you on the field with me personally. You know what I'm saying? 
No, I, I completely understand. So do you, do you even think about what a win against Alabama would, would mean? I mean, because big picture, I mean, it would open up a whole different <laughs> level of, of achievement that you guys could reach, but also it would mean an awful lot to this team and your legacy. Do you let that stuff creep into your mind? Um, I wish I had like a really like profound answer about what it meant and everything, but I just don't really, I don't, I mean, I guess it's like, you can't see the forest for the trees or whatever, but like when, when coaches talk about like, like, it's just like, like you just go week to week and it just like, you just do it. That's how I really feel. Like I don't ever really get caught up in all the, the extra stuff. Like I'm truly worried about how the game's going to go, who I'm playing against. And that's all I really focus on. I don't, I don't ever really concern myself with like rankings and legacy and all that stuff. I mean, that really, if you do the right things throughout the week. As far as running the football, one, one last thing about LSU, you guys did that, man. You guys absolutely controlled the line of scrimmage again, against a good front, maybe not an elite front, but a very good front. Um, as far as the controlling the line of scrimmage aspect of it, in particular running the football, where does that rank among the performances that you've been a part of at Tennessee? Yeah, I don't really know what our stats were or anything, but our film looked pretty good. I mean, any anytime you can go out there, they they had obviously they had BJ Ojulari that was, you know, pretty special athlete as far as his, you know, body or whatever. And then in the interior they had uh I don't know if people know this, but Jacqueline Roy, he was a top five D tackle in the country preseason. I don't know if he's still ranked like that anyway, but I mean, that's, if you're moving people like that off the bottom film that I saw where we'd move the line of scrimmage, maybe three or four yards. And anytime you give our backs that are, that are quick and elusive and have break, anytime you give them space like that, they're going to take it. Also, furthermore, when you have a quarterback that is a threat, on the ground as well of the heat off of the running back. So, I mean, it all just works together. We, we've all got a part in this. You know, Jacob's always coming across the middle trying to find a backer. So, he's doing his part. Hendon keeps it out the back door one or two times, and then the backers are looking at him mostly. So, I mean, you, you've got a lot of good moving parts to our offense. We've got a good scheme. It puts us in a lot of good places to win. It's a special time. I appreciate you taking the time on a Sunday morning because I do believe that you need to have your 24 hours of enjoying this. And I know it's you know, that sort of thing. And if and then you have to kind of refocus. So uh, keep rolling, man. And uh, we certainly appreciate it. City Heating and Air certainly appreciates it. And uh, best of luck against uh, Alabama. No doubt. No doubt. I appreciate you all. He is uh, Cooper Mays. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation like share and subscribe of off the hook sports it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.